Thank you. Welcome to Schmears the Deal. I'm Nick Feynman sitting here as always with Jake Seawalk. Jake, where are we today? Wow, I'm his mouth chewing. is full. I, we are at Terrace Bagels in Park Slope, right? In Park Slope. Um, it's a beautiful Monday morning. We're right on it's Prospect nice. Park. Um, I thought I was going to be able to see it out the back window. I, I can't no, see it. No, no, we're right on the but corner. we're right on the corner of it. Right on the southwest corner of Prospect Park. So we're in Brooklyn. We're sitting in a wonderful food a really, area. A really nice kind of like cafe slash bagel shop hybrid. Yeah, it's slash that's, deli. That's correct. It reminds me a lot actually of my favorite bagel place in Los Angeles, which might be really? a sacrilege thing to say. No, no, but that's it reminds fine. me of a Larry King owned establishment called Brooklyn Water Bagel. Which is commonly thought to be the best bagel place in Los Angeles. Um, and it's very simil- similarly set up to this. You kind of walk. This was odd with the t- walk, the entrance door, the exit. Yeah, door. we had a, we Nick actually and I had a both decent couldn't of figure trouble. out how to get in. So there's an entrance and exit, which seems honestly very unnecessary. It seems to unnecessary. Be, to be honest, they could both be both, both be, things. Yeah, I guess they're really into their customer flow. Anyways, the the store is kind of shaped like a U, and then there's the kind of serve your own coffee line over there, which really reminds me of. Brooklyn Water Bagel, and it's a really nice kind of modern seating area. Maybe not your typical bagel shop look, but still very nice, and the bagels are very solid. Well, when you first walk in, there's a typical bagel. Right. You have the kind of those wire baskets hanging with all of the bagels. And you also have the, you have the schmear bar with the fish. Nothing J- like a good schmear bar. That's, J- that's a Jake Seawalk cro- coin term, if I remember correctly. The schmear bar? Yeah, you said uh, we were where were we were Bergen Bagels. Proud of myself. You said you wanted one in your apartment when you grew up, or your house. Hopefully, you live in the house. We'll see. All I right, still uh, want that. On today's show, we're going to review the bagels a little bit. We got our standard smoked salmon, scallion cream cheese, and everything bagel, and then we got a, a mystery, which we'll tell you about. We're going to do our classic mention schmuck of the week. We have a newcomer bagel this week. We do have a newcomer bagel. Uh, we're going to talk about the summer movies, the ones that have passed and the ones that are coming. Which are we more excited about? Um, spoiler, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and our third segment is... Most is, anticlimactic spoiler. Yeah, well... You know, spoiler alert, you know the thing there's is no the, spoiler. You know, the thing is, in this world, now we live... People are so on edge for spoilers because of Game of Thrones that, like... Literally, now you, you just say spoiler alert. Would literally, just jump into like moving traffic to avoid to avoid a spoiler at this point, or to catch a Pokemon for Pokemon Go. But I'm sure that'll I'm sure that'll come up at some point. Our third segment, we're going to talk about should uh, college athletes be paid? Spoiler alert: We're both going to agree and say yes. And I don't know, man. We'll see. Uh, we'll have our final toast and we'll get out of here. Of course, as always, remember to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, like us on SoundCloud, subscribe to us on iTunes. All that jazz, Jake. What do you think of the bagels? I think they're really good. All right, so our, let's let's talk about the first bagel. Um, the fish and schmear is good. I don't know if I like the consistency of the bagel itself. It's a little tough. It's a little tough. I mean, they definitely toasted it, but it's almost like what is the toasting hiding a little bit in this scenario? Just my opinion. What say you? I'll agree with you on that. I just took a bite of just the bagel alone. Yeah, it's I mean, just a little dense. You know, I'm a ratio guy. This is good. It's good. It's not. It's not. Let me take one one more quick bite. So while Jake's doing that, I'll just explain where we are. We're sitting. So like, 
we're basically sitting in the back corner of this little cafeteria, and we have seen tons of what firefighters and policemen come through already, mm-hmm. who seem to be everyday, everyday people, everyday. Well, when I was getting my bagel up in line, there was a firefighter was in front of me in line, and he said to the cashier, "Good morning, Francine." Of course, which was nice. What's um, Francine doing? She's she, she's good. <laughs> so I have a my credit card. My debit card that has one of those chips now, mm-hmm. but it, it, my chip doesn't work. So I always have to just do it until it says, to "Just swipe." Fall back to, to strike, yeah, give and she's got the routine down. I mean, she just went boom, 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 swipe. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why doesn't your chip work? Pro level, right there. I don't know. It stopped working like maybe ninety minutes after I got the debit card. That's hilarious. You should probably get that fixed. Yes. Uh, so our other bagel, Jake, you want to explain what you got? So our here? other bagel is the bacon, egg, and cheese, but it's on an egg. I've, I've never, I haven't seen an egg everything bagel. I've only just seen regular egg bagel, so I was attracted to the egg everything. So we got it on an egg everything bagel, which I think is a pretty good vehicle for the bacon, egg, and cheese. I'm pretty, it's pretty meta. It. Yeah, it is a little meta. It's <laughs> almost like our bacon, egg, and cheese bagel, but more normal. Yeah, Staten Island was wild. <laughs> <laughs> by the way. Just by the way, I actually haven't seen Jake since that episode, since that adventure. It was really a pretty wild way to spend an afternoon. Just venture out to Staten Island and grab a bagel Just and eat return. so much food. Really eat a crazy amount of food. Uh, how was your fourth? Good? Very What'd you good. do? Where'd you go? Who'd you see? I was upstate in Calicoon, New York at my friend Sarah's house. Nice. How was that? It's a really beautiful area. Um... A really cool little town. Just did a float trip on the Delaware one of the days. I was going to ask if you got out on the water at all. Which I was in, well, <laughs> I I fell off the boat. It's a float, wasn't it? We were in rafts. I fell off the raft. So it was a raft trip. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was falsely advertised, just saying. We weren't in tubes. Okay, okay, so you were whitewater rafting then. But very gentle rapids. And you're that guy that fell off the boat? There were actually a few people that fell off the boat because what would, ha- what would happen is the water... It has to be. I'm sorry because a lot of them are my friends, but it has to be the least athletic crew of all time. Well, what, what, what happened was we were all sitting on the edges of the boat and the water was very shallow. And we would frequently hit skid, ro- hit, hit rocks. rocks, and people would just... Yeah, that could hit, be a quick stop. Whoever was... Yeah, it was exactly. And whoever was sitting on the back would just... We'd stop and they would just fall off. It happened a, a few times. <laughs> <laughs> Any injuries? Zero injuries. One person who I will not name because you know them just passed out within the first two hours and were just schluffing on the side of the raft the entire time. Can I guess? Yeah, but you won't guess. Did she design the logo for this no. show? Oh, okay. No. No. Sophia wasn't there. Shout out to Sophia, by the way. Shout out, what's up, Sophia? I haven't seen Sophia in a long time. Well, we were going to do, I'm not going to tell this full story on the air. I'll tell you afterwards. We were going to do <laughs> an episode at her farm, right. which is it's no longer happening. I'll fill you in. Interesting. We weren't uninvited, but we were like banned. No, we were put in a situation where we wouldn't want to come. Okay. <laughs> so it was like, it's, it's. I see you, Sophia. Yeah, it was interesting. What did you do for the fourth? Uh, I was on the Eastern Shore. Eastern Shore, Maryland. Right. Friend Jerry Wertham's house, played a bunch of lawn games, got on the water. Uh, his dad is an incredible, I call him actually the godfather, Ray, because he just, he has everything like you would want in a house. Uh, he has, you know, every type of beer and wine. 
he smokes barbecue literally all day long. He flew in a uh, brisket from Kansas City for the day and just smoked it for like ten hours. That is, it was awesome. It was amazing. Um, he's he's like he's the guy. I think he he at one point like most people will buy maybe like five or six Cuban cigars if they're in the area. He bought like forty, a thousand, and got like a thousand cigar humidor. Anyway, shout out to Ray. What up, Ray? Um, it was a good time, though, celebrating America. Actually, in our extra schmear segment, we're going to have we're a little debate. debate. The great holiday debate, I guess, or part one, because there are going to be a couple of them, I have a feeling. Basically, I think we just like debating stupid stuff. Yeah, it's fun. It's a good time. All right, well, Jake and I are going to finish up our bagels a little bit. We'll come back. Oh, before we come back, I want to hear what you think of the bagel. What do you think of the bacon, egg, and cheese? I think it's good. I like the egg bagel consistency. It's a little. It's lighter. It solves the problem that the other one had. Which is it's it's much lighter. It's yeah, I agree. The bacon's good. It's good. It's a good bacon, egg, and cheese. You know, I like bacon, egg, and cheeses on bagels, but I feel they're they're even safer than fish and schmear in New York City. They're just like it's very rare you're gonna get one that's just like inedible or bad. It's a pretty safe, but it's not. It also it never very rarely right. just blows me away. Low uh, low ceiling, high floor, <laughs> low volatility. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Actually, I think that. I need to start ordering different things. Well, if you notice, anytime I order, I never get the bacon, egg, and cheese for that reason. And I always do. Always. Which maybe, some, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe sometimes we get it as like a little bit of consistency every now and then. I mean, it's it's good. Go I'll, I'll eat it. <laughs> it's pretty safe. <laughs> it's pretty safe. It, I do like it in the morning specifically. I think that like when we do the afternoons, it's a little less. Yeah, it's go- true. It's more go to, but I think in the mornings it's a good thing to eat. Yeah, well, I, I'd say it's, I'd argue it's good at any time. I also, I will say, though, bacon, egg, and cheese is just a general statement. I prefer on a roll, on a Kaiser roll, like if you get it at a bodega. I feel you. To me, that's the... The classic that's, bacon, that's egg, the, and cheese. It's the classic. The classic. I mean, if we I'm didn't start a podcast about, the about bagels, it could have been about those sandwiches. It's like the same, same premise to me. I do love a good bacon, egg, and cheese. Yeah, it's great. When you hit it, you know... Actually, there was a place in the East Village that closed, Poppy's Gourmet, which I'm going to give a quick shout-out to. R.I.P. It was uh, pushed out because of gentrification, which I can be sad about, A, but B, I was only living in the area because of gentrification. So, you know, it's it was weird. It was like I was over-gentrified by... You were sad, but also part of the problem. Yeah, exactly. It was a weird feeling. It was a weird feeling. <laughs> it was an Agent Smith from The Matrix sort of feeling. I don't, I don't know what that means. Well, it was a, a sort of inevitable doom sort of thing, but you're part of it, so what, what, what can, can you, you do? do? What can you do? <laughs> All right, on that happy note. On that, that was a wild way to end that segment. We're going to go to break. I'm going to finish up this bagel. We'll be right back with Mention Schmuck of the Week in our summer movies. This is Schmear's The Deal. You know when you're so messed up, you try to act like you're not messed up until you look ten times more messed up than you are? Hello, how are you, fellow adults? This is strange. <laughs> Doff of the cap, I'm not wearing a hat. That was weird. Hello. Lovely breasts, you're a man, I'm sorry. Welcome back to Schmears the Deal. I'm Jake Seawalk, he's Nick Feynman, and we are at yes, Terrace sir. Bagels. In, Having a great time. In Park Slope. I'm almost, I, you know what I really appreciate here? They serve on actual plates. Underrated, right? Tompkins Square does that too. I really like that. It also makes sharing much easier. It's true. All right, so um, we've mentioned Schmuck of the Week. You want to get started? Yeah. This All right. Please. You always do it. I would feel bad. I, like, it felt weird for me to intro it. 
Here it is. This is Mention Schmuck of the Week. Mitch. Mitch. I think a Mitch is like a superhero. Those were the days when I was just a poor schmuck. They're looking at him like, what a schmuck. All right, Nick. Who you got for Mensch? Uh, Steven Strasburg, the Washington Nationals. Interesting. Why? 12-0. and 0. Everyone doubted him, including me. And he's just kept his cool and just powered along this whole season. Nats are up six games going to the break. He's pitching well. That's it. I mean, honestly, this week has been full of so many sad things. Not a lot of Menches going on in the world. I have about a million schmucks I could throw out there, but I have a that's, good, that's your... My schmucks schmucks of the week are those people playing Pokemon Go. I knew it. Rabid, that's that's rabidly. such a... Just, uh, Classic Seawalk answer? No, I that was that would have been that's my oh, number one yeah. schmuck of the week. It's crazy. This, well, can we talk this, about some of the things that have happened? There yeah, was a giant there was a, car crash. There was a car crash. There was a a robber. A people have been robbed. Yeah, well, there are people in Missouri. You're, in St. Louis, you're, you're people in St. Louis state. got robbed. Well, yeah, because robbers figured out that one Pokemon was in like a desolate parking lot, and, the, and people just waited there. Yeah, they just waited. And there's also, so yeah, there was a car crash because a guy slammed on the brakes in order to try to catch like a Pikachu. Crazy. It's absolute craziness. Um, Meanwhile, Nintendo shares went up about 20%. (laughs) uh, Did you see in Wyoming a woman, uh, so basically it also has gotten people outside that never go outside. Like people are complaining about being sore. I want to explain to people what it is. Pokemon Go. So Pokemon Go is essentially a geocaching game. Where in order to boy, if people didn't know what it was before, they, they still really don't know, don't what, it know is. what that All is. All right, so ba- what it means is, is that in order to play the game, you have to participate in like an actual map of in, that takes place in the real world. You have to actually get out of your house and go there places virtual to achieve to achieve things. On exactly. An map. And so, so what's happening is people are just tracking. like wandering around places trying to and, find things on this map. And so Pokemon, for people that have never played, are these little animals that are generally habitat-based. So they're water <laughs> ones, they're forest ones. That was ones. such an effective way of describing well, Pokemon but in a so, way I've never heard but, before. But, but here's the thing. they Because the Nintendo people actually spent a long time in this game, the Pokemon are actually habitat-based, so the water ones right. are only near or in the right. water. And same, so as a result, people are wandering all over the place. There all over woman, the place. There was a woman in Wyoming who wandered into the forest and found a dead body. <laughs> actually, I, I know it's, it's like it's wild, complete, it's really hol- hilarious stuff. People have hurt themselves because they're falling outside. People are sore because they never go outside. These video gamers that yeah, that are now just going all over the place. There was also a police station. I forget where it was, but basically, uh, I guess Nintendo screwed up and they put a hard to get Pokemon inside the police station, and so people, people were just, just wandering flooding. in. And so they had to like put a sign on the door and said, "Hey, no Pokemon. Don't go. come in here if you're playing Pokemon. That's hilarious, you dope." So that's my collective schmucks of the week. Have you downloaded it? Yeah. Have you played it? I have. I, have I got stuck on the West Side Highway and I played it for a while going down the West Side Highway. So I've only. That's pretty funny. And it was by the water, so I've only water Pokemon. You'll be like Misty. Sure. <laughs> sure, but they're all like lame. They're like Magikarps. Dude, you gotta get the starfish one. Uh, star me star or star me. you? Which one are you? Which one's the better one? Whichever the one. I actually don't know. I don't Probably know star you. I can't remember. That was. Uh, I do recommend downloading. It's fun. Don't get hit by traffic. Don't go play traffic to go catch something. Don't be a schmuck. Yeah, seriously, don't be a schmuck. All right, this is. A, I think that this movie topic is going to be pretty interesting. 
Yeah, I do too. So it's summer movies. We're talking about weather. So we're about what? We're we're like kind of right at the halfway mark. That's crazy. Time flies. But I, looking back, there haven't been that many good it's been movies. It's been atrocious. Bad. I really well. So let's run through some so of the far. ones that have come out so far. Pop Star, which we liked. Yes. Which we like. Captain America: Civil War, which we that also was liked. Ear- was early. I'll count that though. That was yeah. May. But that's also like yeah. I'll yeah, count that, that was the beginning of it. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles bomb. Nice guys came out, critically acclaimed, bomb. Bomb, Finding Ni- Dory, critical. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Well, People still like the biggest it. movie of the year so far. Independence Day bomb, BFG bomb, Angry Birds movie did not do well. <laughs> well, shocker! I could have. I Alice through the Looking Glass bomb, X Men bomb. Now you see me too, which bombed, but I really want to see because I loved the first one. I haven't seen it. Pop Star, by the way, also bombed. But I love it. Even though it, it was actually hilarious. Sa- I actually watched it really? again. Me, watched me it Before sister. You did not get good reviews. That was supposed to be a big I romantic I actually stopped. Movie. They were so bad, I stopped writing. I stopped writing them down. There are a lot of bad. And, War, and Warcraft, which was a big budget movie, did terribly. Um, Free State of Jones was supposed to be can a... You, just as someone that knows movies, I have no idea. Is there some, like prestige for having a summer movie is it like a summer blockbuster is that supposed to be a thing it's kind of like the prestige it's almost the opposite i think that the idea for a summer movie is that trashy you just blockbuster wa- you just want to make like kind of popcorn flicks um, okay you still want to make them good because you want you people, want people to, to see them to watch them but that's kind of the motif of summer movies is that you want to make something that's a good, really big, kind of fun movie. Fun, like... F- I think that Nice Guys was a great example of that. Nice Guys was, like, not a... Si- it was just a very fun movie to watch. It was nothing, like, crazy in-depth, crazy What's an example of, like, a really good... Like, the Transformer series? Is that something that's been, like, a summer... That's kind of, like, a classic summer staple. I think that a lot of the Avengers movies are... A right, lot of which the Captain America basically are. was an Avenger, Things right. like uh, Avatar would be a big... Summer movie, although you could also put that at the end of the year. So, but these are things that are probably pretty high grossing, but a lot of money to make because of special effects and other stuff like that. Right, okay. just taking advantage of the kind of. Okay, so how, how would you high school? How would you grade? Oh, so you're taking advantage of high school being out. You're taking advantage sense. of school being out. So, how would you grade the first half of the movie so far? Like a, a C minus, probably. Yeah. Well, it's the best one. I don't even know. It's like Nice Guys is probably my favorite movie so far this yeah. summer. Well, I but said it, I was, was, was going to bring did, it up. It Zootopia, Zootopia, which came out in it March, came in doesn't March. count. It doesn't count. It was but great. I'm giving it a shout probably out. Probably my favorite movie amazing. of the year. <laughs> um, nice, one of my friends, I mean, one of my friends, literally was like, "Oh, that movie looked so dumb," and then I watched it, and then he said he cried. It's an amazing movie. Everyone should go see Zootopia. Yeah. Well, I guess watch it at home. Rent it on iTunes. Um, I don't know. Like, I thought that Nice Guys was probably the best movie this summer so far, and it did. Terribly, yeah, badly. Like beyond badly at the box office, no one saw it. B- the BFG didn't do great. Was the okay? Was the Tarzan BFG got critically terrible. acclaimed, or did they just did they just like advertise well? So I thought they were just got it got fine reviews. Fine reviews. That was that a Spielberg movie? Yeah, it didn't get great reviews for you Spielberg. Know, I never liked that Roald Dahl book. Really? I wish that was my least favorite. By the way, this is a really random plug, but if people have never read the short stories by Roald Dahl... They're amazing. They're amazing. They're more... Both they're adult a, and children. Well, they're actually more adult. Right. Very good. Themed. Boy, are they good. The Wonderful Story of Henry Sugar is one of my favorite stories. That's a good the, one. The, the, uh, the pickpocket or the... Pickpocket's the, a good one. Yeah, it's great. All right, I so th- so you want to talk about what's coming up? Well, sure. So, 
this upcoming weekend we have. I'm just gonna give a quick rundown of yeah, the major ones. We have Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters the the reboot. Then right. we have the all the all SNL female reboot, right? Then we the all. Uh, you say SNL? Yeah. I don't think it's all SNL. Because Melissa McCarthy is an SNL. But, right. they, the but otherwise, are. it's either alums or current yeah. people. So then we have... I'm actually excited to see that. I know it's gotten mixed reviews, but I'm excited to see I'm it. I'm excited to see it also. I used to actually intern for Paul Feig oh, that's way cool. back when. That was pretty fun. Well, you know what? And you're Sorry, keep doing the rundown of the movies, but a lot of the, I'm excited, I think, because of the possibility that these aren't going to be as shitty as the last ones. Right. So then we have... <laughs> let me... Before you say that, then we have... Like Ice Age Six, which is currently How sitting is in the that third series, still going on. Also, isn't that a winter movie? Yeah, that's currently sitting inherently, that inherently a, winter, a movie. winter movie. So that's sitting at thirteen percent right now in Rotten Tomatoes. Then we also have Star Star Trek Three coming. Thirteen percent, and I feel like their ratings have gotten easier. Yes. So then we that then we have a. Uh, Let's see. We have Star Trek coming out that weekend as well. The following weekend, we have a movie that looks like seriously one of the worst movies I've seen in a long time, Bad Moms. Sure. Which is about Mila Kunis, Kristen Bell, uh, and I think Christina Applegate just playing like shitty parents. All right. I'm calling that right now. We're, re- we're going to review that on this podcast. No, because Bourne also comes out that weekend. It's okay. Born will be good. Then there's the I'm fa- excited there's the founder. Uh, I'm which excited is to see Born because they so torpedoed the series with with the la- born legacy. I think that the new one's going to be terrible. Really? I just have a feeling. I pray to God it's, it's not. A lo- it's a lot of Matt Damon running in streets. That's a like lot the, of that's Matt Damon. Born or driving in streets. Or driving in streets. Or, so. or it's actually more of him running in streets or driving off the streets. Or driving off street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like driving on stairs. He's not a very good traveler. I think um, we've learned. We have on August 5th. Wait, seriously, how many times can he figure out who he is? Well, now it's the, the idea is that now he knows. And so now he's just going. So now he's just going. But he knew already and was going. All right. Um, My head's going to hurt. August 5th, we have a movie called The Founder coming out, where Michael Keaton's playing Ray Kroc, the founder of McDonald's, which I'm actually pretty I actually, interested that sounds to great. see. That sounds great. Um, the same weekend we have... It seem like, per your definition, a summer flick. No, it's actually very interesting. They're releasing it in the summer, I think. Maybe they're going to take advantage of all the shitty movies. Maybe, but at the same weekend, we have... Suicide Squad coming out okay. as well. Before you, before we talk about that, as well as a movie called Nine Lives, which is about a cat that's voiced by Kevin Spacey. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to see Christopher Walken in it as well? Which is, I think, at, yeah. It's let's see. It's here's the premise. Spacey plays a workaholic dad who's taught a lesson when a pet shop owner played by Christopher Walken puts him in the body of a cat his do- he bought for his daughter. We have to see that movie. Yeah, we're gonna have to review that. So Suicide Squad is really, is really important for which studio? I know it's important Warner for Warner Brothers. It, they've like bet everything on it, right? Yeah. So then this is where is I, s- it, I think Do you think Suicide Squad will be good? Yes, I think it'll be very good. Wow, so you think the bet will pay off. Unlike I think that Batman August is super I think August is going to be a very good uh, month for movies because then the following weekend I'm we have so excited for Sausage Party. We have Pete's Dragon, which is um, I, I think uh, I, like a half animated, half live action movie. Then we have Sausage Party the same weekend, which is the animated movie that's very hard R with Seth Rogen so and James. I just and, uh, the, if anyone Jonah hasn't Hill seen the trailer, that group, they have to watch it. Um, the premise is food finds out what happens to them. And then we basically. have a Ben Hur remake coming out. I, I don't even know what that is. I and, didn't write that. And down. that's kind of the end. I think you got through all the. I only wrote down the ones I was interested in. Yeah, that's kind of the end of summer movies there. But I think that, uh, ugh, 
What a bad, what a dredge of a summer for movies. Yeah, are they, is it normally this bad? It doesn't feel like it, right? Like, it usually feels like there's one... It's been a bad year for movies, right? Right? I mean, some have hit it really big, but overall... It's Last year was just, like, a crazy year where I think, like, three movies hit the, hit the billion-dollar mark domestically. Yeah, it's wild. Which was pretty wild. Um, and so I think this year is kind of paling a little bit in comparison. Are So to answer the question, are we more excited for the second half than we... Liked the first half. I think just as an optimistic human, I have to. You have to say yes, right? Because the first half was horrible. There are some movies I'm definitely excited to see, though. Like, I'm excited to see Bourne. I'm excited to see Suicide Squad. I'm excited to see Sausage Party. I'm now excited to see this Kevin Spacey, Christopher Walken (laughs) cat Cat movie. movie. Uh, (laughs) I think Pete's Dragon could be good. By the way, the Christopher Walken... Uh, Kevin Spacey cat movie sounds like an SNL sketch. It does. I think The Founder could be good. I think Star Trek could be good. I'm not going to see Star Trek. Why? Right now. It's not. You know, it's it's $18 to see it, and <laughs> I'd rather just stay home and watch Zootopia again. I think that's fair. Um, the first half was just terrible. The first half of some movies was terrible. Yeah, it's surprising. Jake, you got to get in there and shake some things up. I'd, I'd love to. Although I don't know that summer movies were, would ever really be my thing. Uh, so th- I got to. Over Jake's right shoulder this whole time, then we'll go to break. But over Jake's right shoulder, they're, they're now gone. There was a family of three. Oh, I, a saw, father, I saw father, grandfather, yeah. and, and a son. son. All the same shaped face. The father and grandfather had the broom-type mustaches. Yeah, I saw, that. I saw the grandpa was really rocking it. It's amazing. How do you... I don't... Like, does that take two years to grow? It's like all of like the noticeably like downward-moving... It looks Hairs. like it's legitimately it like, looks somewhere, like a little mini comb. Yeah, but somewhere close to like the Lorax mustache. <laughs> if the Lorax <laughs> groomed his mustache, maybe they're the Lorax family. M- maybe maybe that's Paul and Jimmy Lorax. Paul and Jimmy Lorax, great descendants. <laughs> Boy, are they not doing their job in great, New York City? Great descendants of the Lorax. The Lorax. He speaks for the trees. He does speak for the trees. <laughs> All right, with that, we'll go to break. <laughs> this is Schmier's deal. A nurse finds a rectal thermometer in her pocket and thinks, some girl's got my pen. <laughs> a friend of mine said, what rhymes with orange? I said, no, it doesn't. Welcome back to Schmears the Deal. I'm Nick Feynman. He's Jake Seawalk. We're at the back table of Terrace Bagels. Having a great time. Having a good time. Good Food's morning. Food's been good. Yeah. Coffee's good. What type of coffee did you get? I got the Colombian. Colombian? Yeah. You know what that uh, reminds me? Yeah, that reminds me of the SNL, the Chris Farley. Colombian decaf coffee crystals? <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? With the no. hidden camera episode? Everyone go watch it. I'll post it. I will post it on our Twitter. Is it that good? Today. It's ama- The whole premise is Chris Farley's in a hidden camera commercial. That goes just horribly wrong, <laughs> where they like try to like trick him into having like a better product. Right, I'll have to watch that. That sounds great. It's awesome. All right, uh, welcome back to Schmears the Deal. I think this will be an interesting conversation. Yeah, so we're gonna talk about whether or not college athletes should be paid. Should be paid. Pretty hot topic. Some would argue they're already paid a lot anyway, which they are. So just to give a quick both sides of the argument conversation. On one hand, colleges make billions of dollars off big sports, football, basketball, 
That's pretty much what am I am I missing? And then for the occasional school hockey. Yeah, and but for the most like part, for, for the most part, those are the two sports. And that, yeah, and that absolutely. funds the rest of the university, but it, that funds the rest of the, like, the sports. But they they make and with TV contracts and all of it, they just make so much money. Depending on the school, depending on the school, but the big schools and the students really see none of it. They get scholarships, but that's that's one side. That the stu- right. the students, you know, everyone in the equation gets paid except for the students. The other side is that, you know, a lot of them are getting $65,000 educations. They a lot of it's tax-free, which is a huge incentive for to keep it to keep them not being paid and the fact that this is an amateur sport. Let's keep it amateur. There's and, also the last point, which is that if the biggest schools pay it's a either it kills the crushes the little it crushes the little schools but the little schools don't well let's talk about this because the little schools don't really have chance a chance really in the first place for the most part they have to they are really they're really looking for a diamond in the rough when it comes to recruits yeah because so but but point being a big school you have you have giant facilities you have a huge fan base you have a guarantee of people that have already made it to the pros where people make money yeah, so I don't know. I don't know if I buy into that. It just puts, it puts you at a, it does it definitely puts them at a further disadvantage, though. Maybe. How how not? Maybe. Well, because you don't know if they did it in like a salary cap type. Even if style. there was a salary cap, a lot of those schools don't have the money to to pay that. And also, if you're paying the 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 really where the kicker is, is that you can't pay one type of athlete and not the rest. Right, so it would have to be an across-the-board kind of thing. You would have to say, Division One athletes get a, like an X dollar stipend. If that's true, if that is true, but the thing is that it would be in. So here's the argument. Here's the argument against it. And before I say like where I stand, the, the argument against changing is a the system would be completely screwed up if it gets if it gets changed because of the smaller schools. There there would be an incredible imbalance. They'd have to figure out revenue sharing, which they do in. You know, big sports leagues, it would be an absolute mess. First part. The second part is that realistically, unless they're paying a ton of money, it really hurt ends up almost pretty much hurting both sides. So let's say, for example, that the schools uh, pay $100,000 a year, and it's a $65,000 school, which is what a lot of these scholarships are. So that's 40000 for tuition and 25000 for room and board. So the forty thousand for tuition as of right now is tax free under the right. government, which is which is huge, and the twenty thousand is not. But in the end, it comes out to about seventy five thousand dollars for the school a year for for division for a division one full scholarship athlete for for the big schools, the most expensive schools. Now, if they were to give them a hundred thousand dollars, the math comes out that it's actually pretty much about the same after taxes. The only difference is that the school the school pays more. And the student still, still has to pay because then, sorry. So if they're if you give them the hundred thousand dollars, the premise is they wouldn't then also get a scholarship. Right. So they would have to pay for school, in which case it pretty much comes out to even. So if it's if it stays at hundred thousand dollars, you also then open yourself up to the idea of money mismanagement. Yes, which is a huge, huge, huge thing. Huge thing. I think a lot of, especially for a lot of eighteen-year-olds that have never dealt with money before would be a huge problem um so are you anti i am not anti but i'm also not for the system as it currently is okay i think that i don't want to say that's a giant punt but that's a giant punt. no so here's what i think i think that it'd be too much to pay college athletes i do 
I think that it would cause more problems than it would fix. What I do think should be the case is I think that for a lot of college athletes, a lot of them need money for truly things as simple as like food and transportation. And correct. Well, they actually just changed that rule. And I think that you that can feed you can feed D one athletes now. I think three meals a day, which right. you were not able to. So do before. I I think that I think that all food, be it snacks, should literally one hundred percent of food should be included. I think that like there could there has to be some sort of system where that's possible. Well, yeah, it's just a meal plan. You just give them a meal plan. Right, but you have to give them like the you have to give the best meal plan for for, okay. an, for an athlete. I think I think that that's a huge cause of of problem. Is I think that a lot of them. Um, need money to to live their life. I th- I also think that they should be provided with um, all transportation, as well as if they can actually show financial need, like cl- clothing and school goods and backpacks and shit like that. Also, yeah, I don't know. I think I, I think there needs to be more of a drastic change to that. So I first of all I don't I just want to say outright I'm not in favor of like a base contract I think that right. that ruins the system for a lot of reasons the small schools it would hurt it hurts amateur sports it I hurts think amateur it hurts sports. a lot the, but the the main thing I think it hurts is it hurts it would be a, just end up as a bidding war right it and would it would end up as a bidding war you're right the only advantage of it potentially is that it would keep kids in school longer it would that's the advantage. which is a which by the way is a very big plus. But there's no guarantee they'll actually go to class or do right. anything with it. At the same time, they, they will still be able to make a lot more money being professionals. Correct. So that's that's the thing. I, here's what I think they should do. I think it should be based on – there should be a way to calculate the revenue the school makes off merchandise and other stuff like that. Oh, I'm sure that. there's and, a way to – And they should get jersey sales. They should get – they should get – part of the TV contracts of the school because they are the people that help bring them, the kids themselves. But then it's still a bidding war. It is still a bidding war, but uh, it shouldn't be like, I'll give you $150,000 a year to come here. It should be if you... But that's what it would be. It would be our TV contract's bigger than the other school. We can give you more money. But but I mean, that's... A, here's, the th- here's the thing about the whole equation. It's one of the only like marketplaces... It may be the only one in the United States of America where everyone wins except for the basically the one group that's driving. So I mean, South Park, South Park had an episode where they joked it's like slave labor. I won't go right. as far as to say it's that, but I'd say I don't think there's any other industry in, in the country, maybe the world, where they would allow this gross so, inequality to happen. So where I think they should be able to make money is I think they should be able to market their own name. Well, yeah, but... And but, but that's where I really that's think. that's like jersey sales and stuff like that also is what I'm talking about. Like merchandise and other stuff. Kind like of. That, I, I think if, if the school isn't selling uni- uniforms with their name on the back, which they, generally speaking, aren't, they usually just only sell jerseys with numbers. Yeah, but that's basically but the same thing. It is I basically mean, the same Rose, thing. Jalen Rose tells an amazing story, and he was caught, by the way, for taking illicit money. But he tells the amazing story of being in Michigan and not being able to afford his own jersey at, right. the, at the store. And that's it's, pretty messed up. It's super messed but up. But I think that they should be able to – I do think that they should be able to make money on their own name. Like there's no reason why they can't go sign autographs and 
oh, do, so do an event and get so, paid. Oh, right. They shouldn't be disqualified for that. They shouldn't be disqualified for that. It's stupid. I think that there are a lot of things like that that are really stupid. Selling that need video to game, video selling, game selling video game contracts like that should all that because because that because that's earned by the player. That's earned by, by them for being reputation. good. And it also encourage, it does encourage them to keep their reputation clean. Right. It does I th- they, I really think that that's the best way to do it is. Don't 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 let the school pay them, but give them the opportunity to m- actually make money on their own, and provide them with everything they need to live a comfortable life, um, as is. Which is not too much beyond what they're already given, but it is more. I will say I, I do think that that's the biggest I will problem. Say by the, the way, one, and it would provide a lot of opportunity for teaching money management and other yes. stuff like that that people don't get but a lot of the time. I think In the NBA they do, but other places they don't. That's where the problem is. It's not that they're not paid it's that they're not paid and they're also not given the opportunity to make money they're basically barred from making money and that's the problem is they shouldn't be barred from making money off of their own name i think that that's unfair i don't think that you need to pay them but i think that you need to allow them to profit off of their own success (laughs) which when you say it like that it's like kind of a no-brainer yeah, but well, I mean, I, I think a lot. I think giving them money is a no-brainer at this point. These schools make so much money that something needs to change, and it's pretty insane. Right. It hasn't. I I do think that and you the coaches are make looking at a small percent. The problem is that it's when you think of even within the scope of Division One, when you look at the Power Five, that's a fraction of the total number of Division One schools, and. When you look at football and basketball players, you're talking about an even smaller fraction right. of so all Division tr- One athletes. The truth is, there is going to have to and be so, a revenue sharing. And so, when of you say sort. when you say that like they make so much money off of these athletes, it is really truly a very small percentage of Division One student athletes. There are far more that don't generate revenue for the school than than do generate revenue. Right. So that's where I think it, it is. I think that they should all be provided the. Um, Everything that they the would ever need, to make money. but I yeah, think I that like that. someone that's a diver doesn't, like, unfortunately, probably doesn't deserve to make as much money as the quarterback on the football team. Yeah, for their service. Yeah, for their services, it's just not that they just don't stack up. But but it is unfair to keep it where it is. I agree. I it think is. we both agree. I think we both agree on that. Yep. All right. How about the lower levels? Like D two and D three. Yeah, I don't know. Ver- I don't know very much about D two, by the way. Uh, actually, neither do I. I mean, I can say I know a decent amount about D one and D three, but I, yeah. I don't know very much about D two at all. Um, well, I think it's all it's all scholarship rules, right? But but like the restrictions are still the same. When I when I played WashU football, we had to sign a no fantasy football, yeah, like contract. Pretty crazy. crazy, insane. But that's because that's assuming there's going to be betting on fantasy. Did football. Did you still play fantasy football? Of course. Yeah, there you go. Of course. Sorry, Coach Kinbaum. <laughs> No, not, not actually. Sorry, Larry. Well, like they handed you this like big stack of paper, like sign it. It's like whoa. You know, I, <laughs> Easy as, a, as a as a son of two lawyers, I was like, oh, whoa. Easy now. I need representation out here. <laughs> I didn't actually say that, but boy, did I think it. All right, you want to go to the final test? Sure, let's go to the final test. Here it is, the final test. All right, Jake, who are you toasting? Well, we haven't talked since we did our final recap, so I will I will final toast Game of Thrones, which is not going to come back until, unfortunately, much longer than usual. Yeah, they, they have delayed to wait it for... Yeah, until winter. They have to wait for it actually to be winter. And now it looks like Season 7 will not be released until next fall. And also Brexit might play... Actually, like, Brexit tax breaks could 
create yeah, problems yeah. with so. so I'm final toasting for now. Game of Thrones. I love you. I miss you. I love. I just. I love Game of Thrones, man. <laughs> Um, my favorite Game of Thrones recap just came out, which I'm going to give a big shout out to New Rockstars. They do an hour or so recap of each episode, which is really, really over the top. It's very long. But it took them two weeks to do this last one. Wow. It's, I like it because it's really well edited. They bring in every moment they reference like extensively. It's great. All right. I'm final toasting Gravity as we know it. Because I don't know if you what? saw what Buster Posey did yesterday, but man. Did he hit like a 600 foot home run? No. His pitcher was turned the opposite direction, and Buster Posey didn't see it and threw the ball, and it landed directly in his glove. I will show you. Here's I'm just watching a you YouTube go. video on a phone right now. That's pretty remarkable. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. The guy was looking the opposite direction. Opposite landed direction. In his glove. Just landed in his glove. See you, gravity. See ya. We don't want you here. For, I, I told Jake this, but my final test was going to be <laughs> humanity as we know it. Because, because of, of Pokemon, Pokemon Go. Go. We figured that two bashes that it was too many. No, I think it's perfectly right. Pro that's why, it's that's probably why I brought it up. All right. Uh, I think that's probably going to do it for us. Yeah. Thank you so much, for Terrace Bagels. It's been, yeah, it's been, been great. Come thanks, here. thanks to you're Louis. Louis the owner. Thank He's, you, Louis. He was very nice to us, very accommodating. Uh, if you're near Prospect Park. Yeah, check it out. It's a very, good, it out. very it's good little bagel shop. It's very good. And follow us on Twitter, Facebook, like us on i, like us on SoundCloud, subscribe on iTunes. That was there a mouthful. That was a mouthful. And like, like we always say, we'll do better next time. And stay toasty out there. This week's Schmears the Deal is brought to you by Terrace Bagels in Prospect Park, Brooklyn, and was produced by Nick Feynman and Jake Seawalk in association with Team Panther Productions. With special thanks to Matt Bronger and Jimmy Carr. Please like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes. And for more information, please visit SchmearsTheDeal.com. <laughs>